do you mind me asking how much of your own money you invested in the company to get it off the ground? Oh, well, yeah, probably at the time, just a couple thousand, you know, just the money to do the incorporation and, you know, basic expenses like office software, things like that. Welcome to another episode of Taking You to the Top. In this podcast, Rami spends time speaking with founders and CEOs from across the globe and asks them specific questions to learn exactly how they built and launched their businesses. So sit back, relax, and get ready to learn. Are you ready to take it to the top? All right, hello everyone and welcome to episode number 64 of Taking You to the Top. My guest today is Sean Work. He's the founder of Judicious Incorporated. But before founding the company, he was a structural engineer at the Boeing Corporation, an SEO manager at ACS, the owner of OC Search Consulting, uh, the inbound marketing director at Kiss Metrics, and the VP of inbound at Crazy Egg. Sean, did I miss anything? No, that's, that's right. Fantastic. Thanks for joining me today. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, Sean, to get us started, if you wouldn't mind sharing something interesting about yourself that most people don't know. Oh, I guess, I guess the, that would probably be that I used to own a skateboard shop um, and had a little skateboard brand, and, and uh, we, had some, um, we had some pretty fun times back then. Oh, wow. So you sold everything from all of the skateboard brands because I used to be a skateboarder. Yep. We sold everything. We shipped them all around the world. And we, and really the, the, the life of the, we had a, a brick and mortar shop as well as an online store and okay. kind of the, the epicenter around the, the brick and mortar store was, <clears throat> was quite lively. It was quite fun. Fantastic. And uh, what happened to the shop now? Did you close well, it down? Yeah, I, I was I was working at Boeing. I was working on the International Space Station in the daytime in the oh, space wow. shuttle, and then okay. coming to work at night at my shop. Uh, basically, I had started the shop in college, and I just didn't stop it. And so, once I got full time employment at Boeing, I, I was just doing two jobs. I think it came to a point where I, I asked myself, "Why am I doing both things?" <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, all right, Sean. Um, if you could tell us about judicious where, where did the name come from first of all okay yeah the name is this is not an exciting story i i was working at uh, i think i was i was probably working at kiss metrics still and people mm -hmm. would still ask me to to do a little consulting or help on the side and uh i had oc search consulting but i wasn't really working on it anymore and my accountant recommended that we we incorporate as judicious inc he had the name available he had the corporation ready to go. So just out of convenience, we used the name. Okay. And the funny thing was I had a, um, I still have this to, today, to, to this day is a DUI attorney directory that I had built years ago. And I go, okay. well, judicious, the directory kind of works. We'll just run with it. Now we kind of grew into it and we're very thorough about uh, some of the work we do. We do a lot of search engine optimization and I don't think we know of anyone as thorough as us. So judicious fits us. It kind of worked itself out. Okay. Uh, <laughs> did, did you ever have an issue with the 
trying to get the domain for it? Uh, I think it's probably. sort of not the full I, domain I think, right now, right? Yeah, I just use jetink.com, which is nice because it's real short. So Okay. Fantastic. All right. So can you tell us what Judicious does and what does the revenue model look like for your company? Yeah. So if I'm just explaining it to someone real quick, I'd say we find uh, written website content opportunities that you're missing out on. We create those pages for you and publish them. Um, that's the, the core uh, work we do. Okay. And it's just, you know, the model is very simple, simple direct sales, uh, hourly billing. Okay, fantastic. And, and how much does an average client pay per month to use your services? Oh, that's very interesting. And one of the things we do is we service small businesses. We, we service tech companies. So we have a okay. wide a range of clients. So everything's mm -hmm. uh, project-based. So it's based on uh, the hours required to finish the project. Some people do five hours a month. Some people do 40 hours a month. Um, it just okay. depends on their needs and their budgets. We're very flexible. But is the price fixed per hour? Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, do you mind sharing what that price is? Yeah, it's $125 an hour. $125 an hour. Mm -hmm. Okay, fantastic. And what year did you launch the company? I believe, uh, let me actually, I have the... I have my little corporate binder here. I always forget what year it is, but it's right on the first page. Oh, yeah, 2016. Fantastic. Okay. Um, all right. And what does the, the team size of the company look like today? We, we have six people. Six people. And how, how are they split up? Are they um, more on the SEO side? Oh, they're mostly content. Uh, and uh, designer. Content and designer. Okay. Mm -hmm. And are you remote currently because of COVID or were you re always remote? Yeah, I was always remote. And it really, one of the things that always forced being remote, um, we have office, we have an office in Orange County, um, California. Okay. But one of the interesting things about California is they're very strict about how employment works here. And so you have to be very careful about uh, contract workers and, um, and, you know, ha having people come to your office. Uh, I mm -hmm. always just do contract workers. Um, I just develop relationships with contract workers. I don't do full-time employment. Uh, and it was just never necessary. Uh, but it would have been nice to have people work in-house, but the way it's structured in California, you've got to be very careful. So it kind of forces us to always be remote and really seek people outside the state to work with. Okay. And are they based in the States or are you also hiring from abroad? Oh, some people are in the States and some are abroad. Okay, fantastic. And um, in 2020, did you, have, did you also have six members in the team? Yeah. Okay. And do you plan on doing any hiring in the near future? Uh, I don't think so. I think we're pretty good right now. Um, if uh, We might hire a few more content writers, but that's about it. Okay. So you can keep it pretty lean. Yeah. All right. Fantastic. And um, I want to go into briefly into the economics of the company, but let's just take a quick break.
to thank our sponsors. Our first sponsor is a company called TopTal. They have a global network to top talent in business, design, and technology that enables companies to scale their teams on demand. TopTal serves thousands of clients, including Fortune 500 companies and innovative startups, delivering expertise and world-class solutions at an unparalleled success rate. With elite freelancers in over 100 countries, TopTal connects a top 3% screen list of the world's top talent with leading companies in days, not weeks. Visit toptal.takingyoutothetop.io. That's T-O-P-T-A-L dot takingyoutothetop.io and get an 80-hour no-risk trial period so you only have to pay if you're satisfied with the work. Get started hiring with TopTal today. All right, um, Sean, is the company bootstrapped or have you raised any capital at all? Yeah, all bootstrapped. All bootstrapped. And do you mind me asking how much of your own money you invested in the company to get it off the ground? Oh, well, yeah, probably at the time, just a couple thousand, you know, just the money to do the incorporation and, you know, basic expenses like office, software, things like that. Okay. All right. Um, This next section here is about validation and the marketing side of your business. So when you came up with the idea of starting this company, how did you go about the, the process of validating your idea? Well, yeah, I was really fortunate where, you know, unlike a, a tech startup that just has an idea one day at a bar on a napkin and then trying to go find out if there's a demand for your idea, the demand was already there for our services uh, and people were already asking for it. So it, it almost forces the business to occur. <laughs> sure. I mean, not everyone is that lucky. Do, yeah. do you know um, what you would have done if people were not already approaching you? Is there like a oh. systemized way to go about validating ideas? Yeah, for you? there are. And, I, I've, and I've built software and done my own apps before that didn't, I guess they didn't work. Well, it's interesting. Sorry. But uh, so there's definitely, you know, that whole world where you go out and you make, you try to make a product the smallest product you can make that has value and try to get people to use it and see if there's any, any traction there. Right. And if there is keep going, right. Keep working on it, keep improving it, perhaps ask for funding. You can go down that whole MVP lean startup route. Right. Okay. And um, how many, how many customers do you have today on average? We tend to keep around about 10 customers. Uh. At any given time, you mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and how did you get your first non-referred customer? When I say non-referred, basically, oh. word, word of mouth is a bit, uh, you know, it's not so actionable for the audience. Yeah. Um, we do have, uh, we have leads that come through our website, and sometimes those people do turn into customers. So through your website. Is there any other sort of key marketing channel that you use to get customers? No, we, I mean, we do a lot of uh, networking around town. Uh, okay. That's just, that's really like, that works really well for us. Uh, and then anything, and then old, old connections, a lot of people send referrals from people, like people I've known in the past. Um, it just kind of works itself out pretty well. I, I have to say though, creating more content does help. 
Sure. And um, even during COVID, I mean, I'm sure maybe events have sort of, they've either become virtual or non-existent. Uh -huh. Is there any other sort of key online channel you're using? Yeah, so I'm, I am a member of an online networking group and okay. uh, we meet every week and we refer business to each other. So that, that, you, that kind of kept going through COVID. And out of curiosity, how, how does one become a member of one of these groups? Or do you just have oh, to know so, the people already? No, you can join. It's called BNI. Um, they have them all over the world. And you can just you can just sign up. Okay, fantastic. And what do you think of podcasts as a customer acquisition channel? Okay, if they're done right. So right now, obviously podcasts are very, there's a, a huge saturation of podcasts out there. So if you're starting now, it's a little hard, but if you have the right audience and the right idea and the right topic, uh, you obviously can get traction. And mm -hmm. I, I think one of the best ways to actually get uh, customers from podcasts are to bring your customers on your show. Right. Okay. But I mean, for, for you as the, the company owner, if you don't have a show, do you think being a guest on other people's podcasts has been beneficial to you? Oh, it does. I mean, it helps. A, it's actually a really good way to, there's this indirect thing that happens too, is you do get, you get some SEO power from it. Um, that is beneficial. Um, you do get, uh, just like doing a webinar, you, you get uh, inquiries from people that want, you know, are interested in your service. So I think if you were to, if you were to measure it, and do it consistently, you would see a correlation between the, the number of appearances and at least opportunities and engagements. Okay, uh, here's another question related to podcasting. How often do you get on podcasts? Oh, I'm sorry, say that one more time. Uh, how often do you, you know, are you a guest on podcasts? Probably once a year. And unfortunately, I'm always so busy. I... I don't make an effort to really seek them out um, or do them very much. And it might be, it, it's one of those things where you think like, Oh, that'd be a good idea. I should do it. It would probably help. But I always got to watch what I say yes to. And since things are working fine, I don't want to put too much stuff on my plate. So I don't actively seek it out too much. Okay. So it's a matter of time rather than the effort it would take to, yeah. You know, approach all of these podcasts. Yeah. Here's the problem I tell everyone with like any, I, I, I consider this in the domain of internet marketing, like to do podcasts. There are right. so many things that you can do in internet marketing, you know, YouTube videos. I could be on LinkedIn all day, whatever SEO podcast. The problem is really finding out the things that, that really matter and just sticking to those. If you try to do everything, you just go nuts. Sure. Okay, um, Sean, let's take another quick break to thank our second sponsor, then we'll wrap up. Our second sponsor is a company called Bluehost. If you have a business idea and simply want to put it out there, you'll need a domain name and a flexible WordPress site that needs to be hosted on a reliable server. Bluehost is your one-stop shop for all things web hosting. From design and marketing services to easy-to-use website builders, they are with you every step of the way. 
Thanks to their 24-7, 365 days a year live support, which you can get via chat, phone, and email. And any and all questions you have can be answered in no time at all. Bluehost offers unlimited disk space and bandwidth, an easy-to-use control panel, one-click WordPress installs, and more. Visit bluehost.takingyoutothetop.io today. That's B-L-U-E-H-O-S-T dot takingyoutothetop.io and get a free domain name for the first year. And you'll also get free SSL security certificate with any of their affordable hosting packages. Start your entrepreneurial journey with Bluehost today. Okay, Sean, uh, this last section to wrap up, I-, I wanted to ask, what's one thing you'd like my audience to take away from this interview? You know, I think the, the most important thing is to really measure what you're doing every day carefully. So, you know, create your strategy, create your trajectory of where you think you're going, and then actually create your plan. Measure that plan every day and see if it matches your trajectory. Right. Instead of being sporadic and trying all kinds of things, be really diligent about measuring and tracking what you're working on. And then I learned something great the other day. I don't know. I forgot where I, I got it. Uh, create a not to do list every day. A not to do Instead of just a to do list. And that might really save your butt. That's an interesting one. Okay. And is there mm-hmm. something um, that you'd wished I asked or something you'd like to mention about? about your company to the audience? Um, I can't really think of anything. I mean, uh, yeah, I think you covered it pretty well. Okay. Then uh, let's wrap up with the famous five. Okay. Um, Number one, what's your favorite business book? Uh, Probably The E-Myth by Michael Gerber. Yep. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Well, the one that comes to mind is Ed Catmull, uh, the guy who started Pixar. He has some really important, uh, if you read his book, Creativity Inc., uh, it's very eye-opening. I think one of the things I learned from him is that anything you start will be mediocre at first, and you just have to accept that. And the only way to improve is to iterate. Like nothing's going to be perfect the first, that, at the first launch. Absolutely. Okay, number three, what would you say is your favorite online tool for growing your business other than okay. your own SEO services? <laughs> I, actually, I rediscovered Follower Wonk, and I, was, I can't believe I ignored that tool for so long. Uh, so what does that tool do? I haven't heard of that. Uh, basically, I can, you can just get all the anyone uh, on Twitter that might have some uh, some things in their bio that you want to know about you can get a huge list of those of those uh, uh, handles oh wow so it'll, it'll extract mm-hmm. potential uh, you know leads sort of I mean it'd be great it's perfect for Twitter advertising okay fantastic um, number four if you could give your 20 year old self a piece of advice what would it be well I almost would I might ask my 20-year-old self some advice, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so the other way around. Yeah, like sometimes you, you, as you get older and more, uh, not conservative, like politically, but conservative in your, way, in your other ways, sometimes you need to go back to your crazy self and, and see, you know, ask yourself, wait, what am I doing wrong here? 
<laughs> right. All right. And uh, the final question is how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Oh, you, you know, usually I get a good amount depending. I've had some kind of medical issues lately that have been keeping me from getting sleep. But uh, okay. I would say seven. Seven average. Yeah. I mean, that's still very healthy. Yeah, I actually have something called Gilbert syndrome. So I get very sleepy. And okay. uh, I, I do take a nap throughout the day, like one, like usually one, most days, like one hour nap or 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. um, just has to do with what's in my blood and how, how my body's working. Okay. And are you an early riser? Uh, I actually, I'll, I'll wake up naturally before, uh, like before eight o'clock usually. So. Okay. Fantastic. Well, Sean, thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. And, you know, I hope that maybe a year from now we could have a follow-up call just to see how the company has grown. Okay. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. As a valued listener of the Taking You to the Top podcast, you're in good company. It has also been said that you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. That being said, by subscribing to this podcast, you'll spend your time with Rami and a collection of the world's brightest thinkers and founders. All you have to do now is to push the subscribe button on your favorite podcast listening platform, and you'll be consistently learning from the very best. Thanks for watching today's episode. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on any of the available podcast platforms so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. If you have an extra minute, leaving a review would help us grow.